At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Monday morning to you, Christmas Day. Merry Christmas from a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, and of course, the DraftKings Network. It's Gil Alexander and it's Kelly Bidlin live from Circa. Yeah! They let us into the big house. Up to the big leagues. Cold up. <laughs> you doing good? How was your weekend? It was, uh, it was great. It was great. It's really cold outside. I did park at the D. I might have uh, texted you about going to the Circa, uh, going to Circa today and then kind of forgot when I was rolling downtown. So I just parked over there and I walked down Fremont Street. Glorious day on Fremont Street this morning for Christmas Day. I saw you tweet it. It was very nice of you. Yeah, I uh, we have to start, by the way, for those who don't know, we do guessing lines. And just because it's Christmas doesn't mean we're not doing guessing lines. We are doing guessing lines for week uh, 17 in the National Football League coming up in moments. But first, a look at Circus Survivor because we are down, Kelly, to four. Yep. Count them. Four people left in Circus Survivor. Six were on the Broncos last night. That goes by the wayside. Ouch. As the Broncos lose outright to the New England Patriots, included in that group of six, the gentleman, if I may use that word, I'm not sure if I may, uh, the gentleman who did not want to chop. Yep. Proving once again that maybe you're not better than everybody else. Oh, it's okay. He took uh, he took to the Twitter machine last night uh, and, and had some uh, choice words. Uh, what did he say? Definitely got my money's worth. Good luck to the remaining four. You guys can now chop. Uh, another tweet. How I found out about the Circa contest was when I went in to set up and deposit $1 million into my Circa account. <laughs> I proceeded to make $500,000 oh, within the man. first couple weeks before my limits got reduced. So gambling at Circa was still very profitable for me. I, am st- uh, I still am hashtag the GOAT. Well, that's great. So at least he's taking it well. Yeah, he's taking it well. <laughs> um, okay. So we're down to four, which means, and again, I'm going to do this off the phone because something's going with the, uh, apparently, uh, f- apparently my computer doesn't work at Circa. <laughs> um, so right now with four left, and by the way, it does stink to lose Survivor, whoever you are at this point in the season, uh, without question. It is just the worst of all betting losses imaginable. And, and really, heart goes out to the six who are out. Four remain the, uh, the intrinsic value of each Kelly now. Um, with that is $2,316,750. And so the thing with this now is because there's this Christmas quirk, uh, because there's a Christmas quirk with this, 
it is a situation where had there been different options for the remaining four, this mm-hmm. could have gotten dicey right. because of the quick turnaround with what you have to pick for today. Because remember, today is a standalone week. Instead, every, nobody had Kansas City left. Everybody had Philly left. So all four have Philly today. Mm-hmm. So if the Giants somehow were to win this football game, uh, this contest would be over and would chop four ways. Instead... Um, everybody is, you know, not only going to be on Philly, we assume they'll win. Then everybody gets to breathe after tonight. And the assumption would be that there will be a chop, but I would say that's an assumption. Do not assume. Because just because they were willing to chop when they were 13 doesn't mean that they are now that it's clearer with four. So we're going to talk to uh, Greg Jones, the mistake guy, if you will, who wanted to pick Detroit on Thanksgiving, ended up picking Green Bay. He is one of the four remaining. It's L.A. Joneser. Circus Master, Indiana Jet, Jacks, Jags still remain. We, we did have some communication over the weekend with one of the contestants, too, as well. I talked to him a little bit more offline. He, he did say the conversations about the chop were a little bit more, uh, maybe more exaggerated than we thought as far as how many teams had really agreed to anything. Yeah. And he just wanted to clear that up because he was saying his team had definitely not really agreed to anything and or been invited. So don't know if he's still alive or not. Like you said, we got four rolling into today. Uh, you would expect to all be on the Eagles. I know Joe Pita answering some uh, tweets this morning. Thought was kind of fascinating of how you would handle this situation if you were in it. Uh, but, you know, he's talking about even, you know, you would even consider if you knew everybody was going to be on Philly, you'd even back up. You'd, you could throw some more money on Philly today because if you lose, if they, if they lose, right, you're cashing the survivor money. If they win, you're taking the winnings from today and then rolling into next week still alive and survivor. It's going to be fascinating. Yeah. Because, well, let, let's just get through today, and then we'll we'll revisit tomorrow. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with guessing lines, how this works, again, I'm in a cocoon. I don't know the lines. This exercise has gotten us tons of winners all year long. Uh, on the Megapod, I am 31-15-1. That's only three picks deep a week, but it's largely based on this show, Guessing Lines First Instincts. And once again, last week, my instincts were on the three games, the Dolphins, the Brownies, and today, one of the three, which we'll talk about the three games today, on the Raiders. So we'll see if all three end up getting home against the number. Obviously, one pending. But that is the exercise. Kelly then tells us who it, uh, what, in fact, the line is, and hopefully in that exercise we can extract some value. It's really a first instinct thing, and your first instinct's often your best on this. Yep, yeah, a couple uh, a couple winners for me, too, uh, based off of uh, guessing lines last week. Let's hit it as we start for week 17 of the National Football League. Open. Let's go. Fired up Christmas Day. We got NFL. We got NBA. But we're looking ahead a week. All right. Thursday night football, Gil. Jets at the dominant Cleveland Browns. All right. Six and nine Jets. Ten and five Brownies. The Jets uh, yesterday somehow snatched victory away from the jaws of defeat, <laughs> which snatched away from the jaws of victory against the Commodores last, uh, or yesterday, I should say. Jets, second play from scrimmage, second to 10th, their own 25. Howell picked by Tony Adams, set up at the Washington 24. Jets settle for a Zerline 25-yard field goal, three to nothing. Jets, two minutes into the game. Another Washington three and out. Tress, or I should say the first Washington three and out. Three and out. Tress away, punt blocked, three plays, nine yards. Simeon and Jason Brownlee from eight out. 10 to nothing. Jets, 11-20 left. First quarter, three and out for Washington. Two plays, 42 yards. Brees in from 36. 17 to nothing Jets. We're just over five minutes into this ballgame. Teams trade punts twice, but on that second Jets punt. Crowder, Jamison Crowder, who played for both of these teams uh, at one point in his career before being on Washington right now, untouched 
fumbles. Ashton Davis recovers. That led to another Zerline field goal. 20 to nothing Jets. 9-10 left second quarter. And after a Washington punt, first and 10 their own 17, Simeon can't corral the snap. Casey Tuhill recovers the fumble. That leads to a one-play Washington drive. The first salvo from Washington in this game. Rodriguez in from 12, 20 to 7 Jets, 6, 38 to go second quarter. Then the Jets, 11 plays, 71 yards. Brees in from two over the pylon. Beautiful play that he made, swinging his arm back, 27 to 7 Jets. And that was your halftime score. It was all Jets besides that one error. 18 to 5, they led in first downs, 246 to 76 in total yards. They had the ball for over 20 minutes in the first half. Howell was 5 of 17 for 51 Washington was 0 for 6 on third. And then you know what happened. Third quarter into the third quarter. Now Washington, six, uh, second and 10 at their own 20, 29. Howell picked by Quincy Williams. Jets, second and goal at the six. Knocking at the door up 20. Here's where the game turned. Simeon picked by Cody Barton, who was a tackle away from housing it. Instead, Brissett in the ball game for Washington. Six plays, 29 yards. Brissett to Logan Thomas for 15, 27 to 14. Late third quarter after Jets punt. Washington, nine plays, 77 yards. Brissett to McLaurin for 29, the big one. Rodriguez in for one, 27 to 21 Jets. 9.27 to go. Then after a Jets punt, Washington, six plays, 63 yards, and improbably, Washington led this game. Gibson in from two, 28-27. Skins, 4.52 to go. After a Jets punt, Washington, three and out. Jets take over, down one at their own 33 with 1.41 to go. One timeout. They get it to the Washington 36. Zerline, 54-yard field goal. Good. 30-28. Jets win. No pitchy-pitchy woo-woo from Washington. Simeon, 27-49 for 2.17 in victory. Brees Hall, 20 for 95. Two touchdowns on the ground. 12 for 96. Catching the football. They outgame Washington, 381 to 245. But 14 penalties for 150 for the Jets. Anyway, they win. And then there's Cleveland. Cleveland Browns get it done in a big way. First play from scrimmage against Houston. Flacco to Cooper for 53. Three plays later, Ford in from four. Seven to nothing, Cleveland. 13-18 left uh, first quarter. Later, Cleveland, three plays, 90 yards. Flacco to Cooper from 75 out. 14 to nothing, Cleveland. 12-04 left second quarter. Cleveland kicks off to Damian Pierce. 98 yards to the hizzy. 14-7 Cleveland as Houston wakes up at least on special teams. 11-51 left in the second quarter. Dustin Hopkins, I, I think he hurt the hamstring on that play. Excuse me, I just <laughs> yeah. spat on you. Apologize. You're fine. After Cleveland, three and out. Houston, punt. Cleveland, 50 yards. Sixth place. Flacco to Njoku from 21. Man, does he love Njoku. 20 to 7. And now because Hopkins is out with the hamstring injury, they apparently, like, the punter can't kick. This is Matt Brown. This is Matt Brown all This is our again. thing. Yeah. <laughs> punter can't kick a field goal. So they never tried anything with a kicker the rest of the game. DTR run from two. 22 to 7. Cleveland, 416 left in the second quarter. After Houston, three and out. Cleveland, second and eight at their own 36. Flacco picked downfield by DeAndre Houston Carson. Houston, six plays later. First and 10 their own 41. Keenum picked by Jeremiah, Jeremiah Owosu-Karamoa. 23 uh, seconds left in the second quarter. Cleveland set up at the Houston 41. They get to the Houston 18 with 15 seconds left, but incomplete. Incomplete, then with five seconds left instead of a field goal, because Hopkins is, Hopkins is hurt and no one can kick a chip shot. Flacco picked by Derek Stingley Jr. Again, thanks for drafting, uh, being drafted third in the draft. Halftime. Flacco, 12 for 22 for 246 in the first half. Cooper had 173 of them. Third quarter after Houston punt, Cleveland 18-play, 94-yard drive, including a fourth and eight. Conversion to Cooper for 13 at the Houston 30. Flacco to Cooper for 7, 28-7 Cleveland. Two-point conversion uh, fails on a forward run, 235 left third quarter. Houston third and eight from their own 23. Keenum picked by Duran Harmon, 137 left. And then Cleveland converted a fourth and five of the Houston 25 because, again, no kicker. Flacco to Cedric Tillman for seven, fourth and six of the Houston 13. Flacco to Amari for 11. Hunt then from one. Flacco to Amari for two. 36 to 7 Cleveland, two cosmetic touchdowns later. You had your final 36 22. Flacco 
threw for 368. Cooper caught 265 of them. Franchise record, 17th biggest receiving yards day in the history of the National Football League. Cleveland's at home against the Jets. I will say the Brownies by six. It is opened about six. We are up to seven. Cleveland's seven now against the Jets. Okay. I'll take that. Yeah. Makes sense. No, Which, no play uh, for me, but I understand. Yeah, it's intriguing to me. It was intriguing at six with the Browns. I would keep in mind the Browns as good as they've been uh, at times this year. We haven't really seen them lay big numbers like this. And with this, uh, you, you know, you still got Joe Flacco in there. I'm not, I'm not ready to say, hey, this guy's leading you to a Super Bowl yet. So laying a full touchdown kind of against anybody feels lofty for this team, but... I don't know. I, Cleveland sort of inhabiting the number one wild card position in the AFC, and Joe Flacco down to four to one. Four to one to win comeback player of the year. Demar Hamlin reigns minus four dollars. There's no way we can know who will actually nope. be that. What these voters are thinking. More guessing lines on the other side. Numbers game. Veasan, the sports betting network. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Looking a bit smarter than VSIN has the perfect holiday gift for you. Sign up on our holiday special today and get VSIN Pro access to everything we do from now through May 1st for only $79. Sign up today, get unlimited access to daily best bets, exclusive betting splits, premium analysis, and 24 7 video, plus all our betting guides and best bets for all college bowl games, the Super Bowl, and March Madness. Don't miss out on this limited time holiday offer. Visit slash subscribe to sign up on our holiday special now. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin live from Circa. Circa Sports. The mothership right here in downtown Las Vegas. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, producer number nine. So much more than a producer. Kelly wearing his festive Santa hat. That's right. Merry Christmas to all. Happy holidays to all. Hope you got uh, all the gifts you wanted. Did you, Kelly, get the gifts you wanted? Of course. I get to talk football with you on a Monday morning. Not what you wanted. <laughs> I don't think. But I'm glad you're here. Glad you're here. Uh, glad to be here. What, what, I said, what I said about uh, Joe Flacco before the break, what I meant by there's no way to know. And again, without just belaboring the point, with comeback player of the year, there it is so nebulous, right? It is so vague to know what any of the 50 voters are thinking. We had one, Aaron Schatz, on a couple weeks ago. Per him, right, his thing is, he's not voting for Hamlin. 
He's he's going to vote for somebody who earned it on the field, regardless of the circumstance or the basis of that comeback. Now, you can argue with that, and you could say that's callous. You could say whatever. Um, but that's just the mind of one of 50 voters. There's no way to know what this market actually is. What it is, per DraftKings, is DeMar Hamlin minus 425 and Joe Flacco 4-1. to one. By the way, Baker Mayfield is the only other person in single digits at 8-1. to one. But, I, but truly, what is it? You could flip a coin right now for me between Flacco and Hamlin. Because if you, if you really said to me, who, do you, who in your heart of hearts is, does your instinct tell you people will vote for right now? It might be Flacco. But there's I, no way to know. I, this, I mean, you know, the, you know this market's just a con- continually upsetting to me. I don't understand <laughs> how Flacco has shorter odds than Baker Mayfield. Flacco's come in here and done it for a few weeks. Baker Mayfield has done this all season long and has a Tampa Bay Buccaneers team that we expected not much from in first place in the NFC South. I, I don't really understand how Flacco's odds are shorter, but this goes back to us comparing comparing injuries versus time off versus crappy play versus... Because he's 38 and he's got a Flacco face. Yeah, th- that's... that's it's impressive it to people. Yeah, yeah. old yeah. dudes throwing yeah. it out. Good for him. Uh, Flacco more more. Is, let me ask it this way: Flacco closer to comeback player of the year in your opinion, or Stefanski to coach of the year? Stefanski to coach of the year, and the I mean the odds kind of reflect that now. But what what Stefanski has done, we knew this defense was going to be great. But with all these quarterbacks coming through, and you've got ten wins on the season in the tough AFC, Stefanski's uh, looking pretty good right now. Yeah, I don't know because I think now because the the D'Amico Ryans and Shane Steichens of the world have just taken one right. step back. They still could get there, right? If either team makes the playoffs and they're both, they're both still tied with the Jaguars atop the uh, AFC South. I feel oh, are they, Gil? Where are they? Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> with your Jaguars bets? Um, I, I think that it shifts over to the Campbell-Shanahan group. Not to, not to Stefanski. I could be wrong. I mean, I would give everything to the Niners right now. Yeah. I mean, it'd be MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, and Coach of the Year, but that's just me. Yeah. Maybe I'll change after today. Campbell's still the short shot in that. Still the short shot. All right. What do you got next? All right. We have Saturday night. So Thursday night, Jets, Browns. Saturday night, only one game on Saturday this week. Lions at Cowboys. One Saturday game. We go to one Saturday game. Detroit, the 11-4 and NFC North champion. Detroit Lions against the Dallas Cowboys, uh, the 10-5 and Cowboys. The Lions win a division for the first time in 30 years. 1990 and three good on Dan Ooh. Campbell and the Lions uh they beat Minnesota yesterday in a game that was a roller coaster Detroit started out 14 play 75 yard drive Montgomery in from one seven to nothing Detroit 713 left first quarter and then Minnesota went nine plays 75 yards Mullins to Josh Oliver for 33 to start the drive Ty Chandler Ty Chandler in from two to end at seven to seven late first quarter then Detroit first and ten their own 36 Gibbs tackled by Andrew Bynum he fumbles Ivan Pace recovers uh, Minnesota fourth and two of the Detroit 40, though. They give it right back as Mullins first of four picks picked by Brian Branch. The Nick Mullins experience began as it always is. Teams trade three and outs. Detroit matriculates, settle for a Badgley 37 yard field goal. Michael Badgley back 10 to seven Detroit after a Minnesota strip sack scoop and score was nullified with Goff's hand ruled moving forward. That's 5.05 left of the second quarter. Then Minnesota third and seven at their own 18. Mullins picked by Kirby Joseph, who celebrates on his 22-yard return while running the ball downfield. 
Sets up the Lions with a short field. Gibbs, 14-yard touchdown run, 17-7. Lions, 148 left second quarter. Minnesota, six plays, 75 yards. Mullins to Jefferson for 22, 29, and 26 for the touchdown. How good is Justin Jefferson? 17-14 Detroit. Uh, that would be a score at the half. Minnesota did the double dip here, so they got it five plays, 81 yards to begin the second half. Mullins to Osborne for 47. That sets up Mullins to Osborne for six. 21-17 Vikings. They take the lead. 11-56 left third quarter. And then Detroit comes back. 13 plays, 75-yard drive. They convert two fourth and ones along the way. Goff to St. Brown for one. 23-21 Detroit. Badgley's PAT was blocked. 438 left third quarter. You thought maybe that'll come back to haunt him. But after a Minnesota three and out, Detroit, 14 plays, 83 yards. Gibbs in from three, 30 to 21 lines, 11.07 left. Minnesota, third and 18 at their own 17. Mullins picked by Kirby Joseph again. 9.52 to go after a Detroit three and out, though. Minnesota gets a Joseph, 26-yard field goal to cut the lead to six, 30 to 24, 5.19 to go. Then after a Detroit punt, Minnesota takes over down six with 2.23 to go at their own 12. Third and 27 at their own 16. Mullins to Jefferson for 28. What a catch. Amazing catch. Two plays later to Brandon Powell for 26. And with 58 seconds to go at the Detroit 30, Minnesota was in business. But Mullins then throws an absolute duck to what would have been a completion of Jefferson. Instead picked by uh, Ifeatu. Melifonwu, who steps in front of Jefferson. Ball game, 30-24 to Detroit. Again, first division title for the Lions in 30 years. Six road wins, tying their franchise record. Goff threw for 257. Gibbs, 15 for 80 and two touchdowns on the ground. St. Brown, 12 for 106 and a touchdown in the receiving game. Plus three in turnovers, the Lions were. That'll do it. That led to plus seven net Detroit points, which was the margin of victory. And, of course, the game clincher at the end. And then there's Dallas. Game of the day yesterday. Game of the day yesterday against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I had the Dolphins in this one, and it got there, but boy, was it close. Uh, opening drive for Dallas, 15 plays. 15, including fourth and one at the Miami 30. Dak to Ferguson for 19, but three plays later. First and goal from the one. Dak fumbles on the handoff to Hunter Lepke, and that would set the tone. Brandon Jones recovers, seven seventeen left in the first quarter. Miami, second play, next drive. Two to Tyreek, deep, dropped. Would have been a 97-yard touchdown pass. Instead, next play, two to Waddle for a mere 50. That led to a Sanders 57-yard field goal. Three to nothing Dolphins. Jason Sanders was the MVP of this game. They had a pretty good day. Pretty good. Dallas, three plays, 75 yards. Bookended by Dak to Lamb for 22 to start. Dak to Lamb for 49. Touchdown, mostly yak. 7-3 Cowboys, 130 left first quarter. Miami fourth and goal to five. They eschew the uh, chip shot field goal. They go for it and fail. And it remains 7-3 Dallas. 11-02 left in the second quarter. I was mad at the time that they, uh, that they was, didn't take the points. I, I mean, I, I would have wanted to take the points there anyways, but then the play call was terrible on top of it. Yeah, that as well. Dallas should have uh, should have been a three and out, but bailed out by questionable roughing the passer penalty on Christian Wilkins. Forced to punt three plays later anyway. Sanders would kick a 52-yard field goal to cut it to seven to six with 431 left in the second quarter. Dallas three and out. Miami gets it to the Dallas nine with 26 seconds left in the half. Wasted last time out as the play clock bled. That wouldn't come back to haunt him, though, after a roughing the passer call on Parsons. Two at a Mostert from four out touchdown. Miami takes the lead 13 to 17, 17 seconds left. Uh, in the half, that would be the halftime score. Two at 186 in the first half. Dak, 121. Third quarter, Miami punts. Then Dallas, three and out. After Jake Bailey, 58-yard punt, pinned Dallas at the two. And then Miami, after failing to convert a third and one, 
Sanders 54-yard field goal, 16-7 Dolphins, 8.59 left in the third quarter. This was one of these games where you thought, well, these settling for field goals is going to come back to haunt. <laughs> yep, I said that on the air yesterday. Yep. But, but at least in Miami's <laughs> case, I mean, they're drilling it from beyond 50. Dallas, Dak to Jalen Tober for 45. That sets, sets up an Aubrey 43-yard field goal to cut it to 16-10. to 10. 5.28 left in the third quarter. By the way, at this point, Aubrey's 32 for 32 on the season. I was going to say, that dude still hasn't missed one. Incredible. God bless. Sanders, 35-yard field goal, 19-10. to 10. Aubrey matches it, 33-yard field goal, 19-13 to 13 in favor of the Dolphins. Miami, three and out. Dallas, then fourth and two at the Miami 43. Dak to Lamb for 11. Then fourth and goal at the five. P.I. on Miami. First goal at the doorstep. Dak sacked by Andrew Van Ginkle for a seven-yard loss. But two plays later, doesn't matter. 17th play of the drive. Third and goal from the eight. Prescott to Cooks. Touchdown. Great catch Amazing. by Cooks. Amazing. 20-19. Yep. to 19. Cowboys take the lead. 327 to go. Miami starts at their own 25. Tua, this is your life. Tua to Achan for six, 15-yard face mask added on. Then to Cedric Wilson for nine in Dallas territory. Tariq for five. After Tua throws it behind Tyreek to Ingold for seven. Two-minute warning. Tariq for 10. Dallas uses the first timeout. 153 to go. Jeff Wilson, Jr. for eight. Dallas, second timeout. 147 to go. Wilson, no gain. Dallas uses their last timeout. 142 to go. Jeff Wilson for six. Checkmating Dallas. Nothing they can do to prevent a walk-off Sanders field goal try from 29. Good. Dolphins win it 22 to 20 and cover in the process. I will say Dallas by five and a half hosting Detroit. They are up to six. I really thought it was going to be in that dead number range. Home road splits, though. Seven and zero at home. Three and five on the road. Yep. And Detroit maybe a little uh, let down after that. I was going to say, they celebrated like they won the World Series or the first round of the playoffs in baseball. More guessing lines. Numbers game. Coming back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Skill Alexander, it's Kelly Bidler live from Circa. Oh, yeah. See, what I like about the hat, hat gill is mm-hmm. it really keeps it keeps the earpiece tucked in very nicely. Oh, that's it, it, true. Yeah, you know, kind of just Do like you, a nice little cover. Does your forehead get itchy? Uh, no, no, I bought a real, I actually bought a, a higher quality hat because this is what I did. I went on Amazon mm-hmm. and I was like Santa hat. And then I was like, wait a second, I've done this before. Santa hats because I got, I got a big noggin. There, it's not going to fit. So I had, I had to do the Amazon large, large Santa hat. So if you think this thing looks rather big, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. So it's kind of, yeah, What size kinda, baseball cap do you wear? Uh, I don't remember anymore. Was it seven and three quarters? Is that, not not quite bochy size, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, that's I right. think that's where I'm at. It's relatively big. It's not gargantuan. Yeah, it's not gargantuan. No, it's no. not gigundus. Yeah, no, not gigundus. Okay. Is that a real word? Yeah, I think oh. bochy's like eight and three quarters. Yeah, his is like a, massive his is cranium, like a record or something. Largest yeah. cranium in the history of Major League Baseball. <laughs> it's your trivia for the day, everyone. <laughs> 
All right, let's do one more. What we got? <laughs> All right, next up, early window on Sunday. Patriots at Bills. Again, the point of all this is to uh, search for value and relive uh, what happened yesterday. New England at Buffalo. Again, back to Survivor. Four remaining Survivor contestants. Four. uh, Over $2 million now for each of them. Everybody has Philly tonight. So we'll get through the Christmas day, which is its own standalone week, one way or the other. Uh, Based on the Patriots, 26-23 upset win over the Broncos yesterday that knocked out six of the remaining ten. And so that is why we were down to four. By the way, this time last year, we had exactly four after, if you will, 16A, remember, of the the Circus Survivor Weeks where Thanksgiving and Christmas are little quirks. And then three after? After, remember, Christmas, the Christmas quirk preceded the Sunday last year. So oh, after correct. the Christmas yeah. quirk, we had four. And then after the Sunday, we ended up with three. And three. those three chopped. And those three chopped. Yeah, they, okay. they set up a deal where they chopped like a million each and they played for the rest. When's the last time we've gotten further than we... Like, have we played this out to the, the end? F- the first year the we first played year? it out. Okay. First year we played it out. Yeah. We, like I was part of it. Yeah, I know. Like we were all here. I, had a, I <laughs> like, almost got you know, there. I can't remember my millions riding yeah. down the line. Did we play that out? All yeah. I remember is I had a 17-point favorite a few weeks before that that lost at home. Thanks, yeah. Jared Goff and the Rams. <laughs> all right, what's next? Oh, well, this is, this is why we're Bills. talking yep. about Survivors, Patriots, the Bills. So the Patriots are now 4-11. and 11. By the way, the Patriots now end up with the fourth pick in the National Football League draft currently at, with this win. Washington is the beneficiary. They move up to the third pick after the Patriots' upset win. They're 4-11. Buffalo's 9-6. and six. Uh, New England, first play from scrimmage last night. Zappy under pressure. He fumbles immediately. Denver set up at the New England 6, but guess what? 4-0. and out. They couldn't punch it in. Javante for 2, Javante for 2, incomplete, and then Javante for 1 after he trips over his own guy. 13-18 left in the first quarter. That's within the first two minutes of this game. New England three and out, Denver three and out, New England three and out. Then Marvin Mims Jr., 52-yard punt return, sets up a short 25-yard field, five plays. Javante in from five, seven to nothing Broncos, 5-15 left in the first quarter. And uh, for those of us who had the Patriots plus the points, we're like, oh, man, come on. Come on, Pats. Ryland, 33-yard field goal, seven to three, Denver, 13-30 left second quarter. Then Denver first and 10th the New England 38. Wilson to Williams, hit by Jelani Tavahi, fumbles, recovered by Jeremiah Farms Jr., Denver got hosed on that. It was totally recovered by the Broncos, but they couldn't they couldn't have or I guess they didn't they feel they had enough evidence to overturn that. Yeah. Looked to me like he fell right on it. So the play was upheld. Doesn't matter. New England went three and out. Denver punts. New England, Ryland, 47 yard field goal try, way wide right. Just terrible. Poor tent of things to come. 33 seconds left in the second quarter. And then Lutz returns the favor with a 57-yarder, though, mind you. That was wide left. 7-3 Broncos at the half. And you're thinking, well, this game's a barn burner. It's exactly what we thought it would be. Denver 3-0 and out to start the third quarter. New England then goes crazy. And by that, I mean it's because it's New England. Five plays, 70 yards. Zappy to DeMario Douglas for 41. To Douglas for 13. Two plays later to Zeke for 15. Two plays after that into the end zone. 9-7 to seven New England. Ryland doinks the PAT. Yep. 9.48 left Building third quarter. Happy. You're like, this guy can't make anything. <laughs> Again, poor ten of things to come. not happy. Denver punt. New England three and out. Denver three and out. New England starts at the Denver 42. Second and 10. Zappy to Parker for 30. Then three plays later. Third and nine at the Denver 11. Zappy to Gasicki in the back of the end zone from 11 out. 16 to seven. Patriots 134 left third quarter. Denver at this point in the second half at minus seven yards. They would finish the third quarter with minus 15 yards in that quarter alone. Ensuing kickoff, Marvin Mims Jr. muffs it. 
then recovers, then hit by Marte Mapu. He fumbles it, recovered by Cody Davis. Scoop and score from the one. <laughs> 23-7, New England. It's a blowout. We do a same-game parlay segment on Live Bet Sunday. Femi and Bebefe, a 30-1 shot because of that touchdown. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What was the bet <laughs> that he got 30 to 1? The same game parlay. He had three oh. legs, but he tied in a Pats defensive or special teams touchdown. Wow. <laughs> 128 left in the third quarter. They're up 16. First 14 games, New England had 26 third quarter points. Last night, they had 20 in the frame. Denver three and out. Wilson sacked. He fumbles, but Denver recovers, which is huge. Uh, ensuing punt. New England muffs the punt, but recover themselves. This is just a comedy show at this point. Three and out anyway. Denver's down 16. Nine plays, 83 yards. Wilson to Mims Jr. for 47, the big chunk. By the way, that Mims laid out for and Belichick challenged, I have no idea how that was a catch. None. The fumble that didn't get reversed, and then that. He clearly moved when he hit the ground. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe not. Three plays later, Wilson to Lucas Crow from three out. Wilson, Brandon Johnson for two, cuts the lead in half. 23-15, New England, 8-33, fourth quarter. 8-33 remains. New England, three and out. Denver takes over at their own 22 with 6-33 to go. Less rye. Less rye bread, everybody. 11 plays, 73 yards. First and 10th of New England, 40. Wilson deep. Looked like it was going to get picked in the end zone. Sean Wade couldn't secure it. Two plays later, Wilson to Brandon Johnson for 21. Then two-point conversion to Javante, 23-23, 2.53 to go. Is this really happening? Of course it is. It's the Patriots. And They're the, god-awful. And the whole time, everybody's watching this through the Survivor yeah, players. So yeah. it's like, oh, my God, are they going to survive <laughs> on this? New England three and out. Denver starts at their own 39, 142 left in the fourth quarter. But they go three and out, too. New England gets the ball back. Belichick wants to go to overtime. Peyton won't let mm-hmm. him. Calls timeouts after the first two Pats runs. You know what happens on third down? Zappy says, I got your timeouts, Sean Payton, and all your comments you made before the season. How about some karma? Zappy to Parker for 27, then to Zeke for five, to Gesicki for four. Sets up Ryland for 56, the guy who missed the field goal earlier in the PAT. Good! <laughs> 26-23, Patriots win it. Love it. The life of a kicker. The life of a kicker. Again, sorry to the six survivors. I had the Patriots plus the points. I didn't need to win it, but... Anyway, it's fun to watch through. Buffalo, we didn't talk. That was one of those games, by the way. Was that game not absolute trash for like half of it? Oh, complete trash. And then like somehow turned into like a good game because the Broncos like came back, you know, made made that comeback. Buffalo, by the way, we didn't talk about this because it was on Saturday, but they uh, they end up squeaking by the Chargers. It was a three to nothing game. Uh, The Chargers, J.K. Scott punt, Deontay Harry fumbled it. Uh, Amen Agbangbamigo recovers, set up at the Buffalo 27. Four plays later, stick in from one. It was 10 to nothing. Charge, 13-49, left second quarter. Buffalo punted again. Charges three and a half. Buffalo one play, 57 yards. Allen to Davis, touchdown to cut it to 10 to 7. 9.02 left in the second quarter. That's when everybody started, like, money lining the bills on yeah, that drive. Yeah. That worked out for everybody. Chargers three and out. Buffalo eight plays, 63 yards. Took 351. Allen in from two. It was 14 to 10 Buffalo late second quarter. That would be the halftime score. And you figured at that point, Buffalo was just going to roll after, you know, they spotted the Chargers a 10 to nothing lead. Third quarter, Chargers punt. Buffalo second and eight at their own 12. Allen picked by a low high Gilman. That led to a uh, Dicker the kicker 40-yard field goal. Cut it to 14 to 13. Buffalo. Buffalo did have a 10-play 75-yard drive. Allen in from one, put him up 21 to 13 late third quarter. Dicker then cut it with uh, to, to a 21 to 16 lead with a 47-yard field goal. And then after another Buffalo three and out, a Dicker 45-yard field goal made it 21 to 19 Buffalo, 7-19 to go. And then Buffalo first and 10 at their own 25. James Cook tackled by Gilman, 
fumbles, and Nick Williams recovers. Chargers do go three and out, but they do get a dicker 53-yard field goal, and the Los Angeles Chargers, after just not playing at all for Brandon Staley the week before, are leading the Buffalo Bills 22-21 to with 5.26 to go. What happened to all this Buffalo, the team you wanted to fear, in the postseason? Well, Buffalo's got your fear. Third and fourth, the Chargers 28. Allen to Shakir for 15. Uh, looked like he had scored, but ruled touchdown. That's a better outcome for Buffalo, actually. 2.29 to go. Results... Uh, in a dicker go-ahead 29-yard field goal. Excuse me, not a dicker, but a bass 24-yard field goal. 24 to 22 Buffalo. 28 seconds to go after a squib kick. They take over at their own 30. Stick would immediately get sacked, and that was pretty much it. Buffalo hangs on for the victory. And I will say against New England, which had their moment here against Denver, Buffalo's going to be a 10-point favorite in this. Buffalo Bills out to 11.5-point favorites now in this game. All right, I can dig it. I can dig it. All right. Those are three games. We're going to get to, like, five next. Yeah, you going back to the well with the Patriots this week? No. Yeah, no. (laughs) I I think this is an easy pass game for me this week. I felt it was way too many points at Denver. Yeah. It turned out to be. I I do not feel that way about this. Took my shot with the Pats, not doing it twice. Yeah, you got home. Whole bunch of games to get to on the other side. Numbers game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Skill Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin, live from Circa. Uh, Will Hill just uh, texted me. He goes, they let you at Circa? Into Circa? (laughs) (laughs) Texted it, I should say. We get tweets at Beating the Book. We'll spend some time with your kids. It's Christmas morning. Jesse Welch, don't forget, y'all are at Circa today, Gilly. Merry Christmas. That was a reminder <laughs> from before the show. Thank you. Uh, Jason H11, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah to Gilly. And Kelly, happy to have guessing lines on Christmas morning. Also, condolences to the victims of Nakatomi Plaza. Glad John McClain was able to save the day. Yes, condolences to everybody. Mike, uh, Michael Burns, how much did the uh, Grinch get paid to wear the Santa hat? Have a great day, gentlemen. By the way, Gil might have had the tweet of the year last night. Oh, I send that tweet out every year. About Chinese food. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did catch that tweet from you. Yeah. Did Every you year. enjoy some Chinese food last night? Yes, I did. Yeah, you know what? You know what's funny is the uh, there's so many more. Like, I, grab, I grabbed a, a sub from Jersey Mike's. There's way too many places open on Christmas Eve and Christmas. I know Vegas a little bit different. A little bit different. But still, like, it, it's there was no there's no reason for half the businesses that are open to be open. San Francisco, which is dead at 10 p.m. anyway, was completely dead at Christmas. Completely shut oh, down. Yeah, for yeah. sure. All right, we got a lot of games to get to. What's next? That we do. We have, what are we going to get through here? Five? All right, Sunday early window, Falcons at the Bears. Uh, Just doing the show off the phone, Kelly. (laughs) Atlanta, seven and eight after their win yesterday. Chicago, six and nine. 
Atlanta's still kicking here. They beat Indianapolis. Uh, Indianapolis started out with a 14-play, 75-yard drive. Taylor in from 1-7-0 Colts. But then Atlanta came right back. Five plays, 75 yards. Heineke to Pitts. They rediscovered Pitts for 24. Tie ball game 7-7 seven to seven, halfway through the first. Teams traded punts. Then Indianapolis punted. Atlanta three and out. Indianapolis punt. It was on and on. And then it was a field goal fest from Young Hay Koo. Koo, 23-yarder. 10-7 Atlanta. Uh, after an Indianapolis three and out, Koo from 47. 13-7 Atlanta at the half. Third quarter, Atlanta, eight plays, 75 yards. Algier in from 31, 20 to 7. Falcons, 11 13 left in the third quarter. Matt Gay would get a field goal to cut it to 20 to 10, but then Coup from 41, 23 to 10. When Indianapolis got stopped on downs, fourth and five at the Atlanta 38. Minshew incomplete, intended for DJ Montgomery. Atlanta would get three and out, but then Indianapolis, third and nine at their own 17. Minshew would get picked by Jesse Bates. That led to a Coup 35 yard field goal, 26 to 10. After another four and out where they got stopped on downs for the Colts, Koo won more field goal, effectively ending it 29-10. to Heineke threw for 229 in victory. Bijan, 12 for 72 on the ground, seven catches for 50. They outgained the Saints, excuse me, they outgained the uh, Colts, rather, 406 to 262. And then the Bears. After the team's traded punts in the Bears game, Chicago 74 yards on six plays. Fields to Colt Komet for 53 to start. Fields in from three for the score. 7-0 Chicago. Arizona would punt. Chicago would then go 11 plays, 90 yards. Khalil Herbert in from 11. 14-0 Bears. Early second quarter. Arizona three and out. Then Chicago 54 yards on eight plays. Fields to Mercedes Lewis. What Mercedes year is this? Mercedes Lewis. What year what? is this? From one out, 21 to nothing, <laughs> Chicago. Chicago will lead it 21 to 7 after a uh, 75 yard Arizona drive at the half. Prater would get a field goal, 55 yarder from Prater. That's his 80th kick of 50 yards or more in his career, the record. That would cut it to 21 to 10. Uh, Chicago would answer with a field goal to make it 24 to 10. Santos from 49. And then really it was cosmetic from there, even though at one point, I shouldn't say that, Arizona got an eight-place, 80-yard drive, Kyler to Dorch mm-hmm. for 38. What an amazing run after the catch by him to the house. It was 24-16. to 16. The two-point conversion failed, 6.37 to go. And they would get the ball back with all three timeouts, Arizona would. But fourth and six from their own 27, they decided to go for it, incomplete. And that effectively ended it when Santos would cash in a 29-yard field goal. 27-16, to 16, Bears. Fields, 15 of 27 for 179, carries for 97 and a touch on the ground. Herbert got 112 and a touch on the ground as well. Komet 107 in the passing game before he left the game. I will say um, the Chicago Bears by an even three. Ding, ding, ding. Bears three at DraftKings and most places right now. Two and a half actually at Circa. The low point in the market. Moving on early window Sunday, Raiders at Colts. Let me just say this about the Bears. To me, there's no question they roll with Justin Fields. Do not draft another quarterback. Yeah, you know what? He makes plays that no one else can make. I've been thinking about this way too much recently. I I completely agree. And I've kind of been that guy in that camp. When you just go back and look at his overall record, though, it's tough. And I understand that says a lot about more about the team and the pieces around him. The dude's got eight wins in his NFL career. By the way, I'm a fan of Washington. I would take Justin Fields tomorrow. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Like, you got to be kidding me. Like, if they decide to move on, it's because they must see a high upside in the NFL draft, and they're going to get a fair amount for Justin Fields. I do believe that. All right. What did you say was next? Raiders and Colts. Uh, six and eight Raiders, eight and seven Colts. We just talked about the Colts. Minshew, 20, uh, 20 of 37 for 201. Uh, outgained by Atlanta. The Colts were 406 to 262. We'll talk about the Raiders a bit later uh, because they play today. Colts by three. I'll say even three here as well. This one is three, I believe, right on the dot. Yep, three on this one as well. And Colts still have a shot to make the postseason. We'll get into all the playoff implications tomorrow on the show. Next. 
early window. Rams at Giants. Rams coming off the Thursday night win. We already talked about that on Friday. They're eight and seven. They are in on the inside looking out of the NFC playoff picture, if you will, at the Giants, who again play the Eagles today. Uh, the eight and seven Rams at the five and nine Giants. So sight unseen on the Giants here. I'll say the Rams by six on the road, just as, or on the road, just as a placeholder. Rams six and a half a point favorites right now on the road. These are pretty accurate. I don't like anything yet. Cardinals at Eagles, early window on Sunday. Eagles, of course, play today. They host the uh, Giants up to a 14-point favorite here at Circa. Uh, I will say the Eagles, Kyler, by the way, was 24 of 38 for 230 in defeat against the Bears yesterday. Um, Eagles by seven and a hook. Against the Cardinals? <laughs> it must be, must be way higher. 12, 12 and a half. Oh, now. Okay. You going to bite on the feisty Cardinals? Uh, Cardinals are still a little feisty. So wait, let me tell you, if, 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 if the Eagles, let's say the Eagles have no injuries today, it's 12 and a half, that's tempting. Okay. Yeah, I think it makes sense, though. You're only, you're talking about, uh, what, two points better than clearly, what the clearly, Giants are? Yeah, clearly Short my guess week. sucked, but I'd still consider 12 and a half there. Yeah, no, I, I think I would Unless too. you believe in the whole the Cardinals are trying to lose to preserve the uh, Yeah, players. I just don't think yeah. they are. Like, like, I, don't think I, I, I think the Cardinals and the Bears are like two of those teams trying way too hard right now. Do one more. All right, early window, Saints at Bucks. All right, this is a huge game in the NFC yep. South. Saints are 7-8, and eight, and the Bucks lead that division at 8-7. and seven. Um, Tampa Bay, after a McLaughlin 24-yard field goal to make it 3 to nothing. Tampa Bay. Jacksonville, 3rd and 15 at the Tampa Bay 47. I mean, this game was more of a statement about the Jaguars. Your Jaguars, Kelly Bidlin. Yeah. Than it was about the Bucks, I think. But 3rd and 15 at the Tampa Bay 47. Lawrence picked by Devin White. Tampa Bay turned that in to a 10-play, 56-yard drive, including Mayfield, four-yard run on fourth and two from the Jacksonville 18. Four plays later, Mayfield to Evans from three out, 10 nothing Bucks. 12-53 left second quarter. Then McManus missed a 52-yarder wide right. Cool. <laughs> McLaughlin, McLaughlin uh, cashed that in with a 31-yarder, make it 13 to nothing Tampa Bay. 227 left in the second quarter. Then Jacksonville second and five at their own 41. Lawrence picked again by Antoine Winfield Jr. Cool. 134 left second quarter. Tampa Bay turned that into another drive. Seven plays, 65 yards. Mayfield to Evans for 22, 20 to nothing. Like, literally with 134 left on the clock, they're like, let's just matriculate and score again. 224 to 84 in total yards in the first half. Trevor Lawrence should never have been cleared to play. No, he shouldn't. He should have been played. He should have been playing. They were plus two in turnovers in the first half that led to plus 14 Tampa Bay points. Third quarter. Third play, first and 10 their own 49. Lawrence sacked by Yaya Diaby. Fumbles. Recovered by Diaby. That is the signature of Trevor Lawrence's career. Sorry, Kelly. Yeah, he's loose with the football. Yeah, he's loose I, with I, the football. He's, so ve- he's, he's not a generational player because he, he's, of that. He's very comparable right now. He is a, he's a poor man's Josh Allen. He's a destitute man's Josh Allen. Okay. Tampa Bay, five plays, 42 yards. White in from two, 27 to nothing. Bucks, 11-30 left third quarter. Then Jacksonville, fourth and 13 at the Tampa Bay 40. After a delay call, Lawrence incomplete pass intended for Agnew. Tampa Bay would get another Chase McLaughlin, a 51-yard field goal, 30 to nothing. Bucks, late third quarter. The only thing left to say is uh, they did get a garbage touchdown. Jacksonville did twice. Lawrence to Ridley from six out. They missed the two-point conversion to make it 30-6. to And then Lawrence got hurt on that drive. So C.J. Beathard came in the game. He got himself a garbage touchdown, 30-12. to That's how it would end. And not hurt like he re-injured a head or anything like that. No, shoulder. Shoulder into the sideline will be reevaluated today. Uh, uh, Doug Peterson talking after the game. They don't think 
it's long-term or serious, but test coming today. Uh, Tampa Bay minus four hosting the Saints in a big NFC South game. That is Tampa Bay three right now. That's my first play. Tampa Bay three. That's my first play. I'm taking the Bucks. There's even a couple cheap threes out there. That's interesting to me. I I I have not bet it yet. I think I'm going to be with you there though. That is a that line is too low. I do I do not believe in the Saints one bit. Um, by the way, I, I don't either. I mean, it's the NFC South. I wouldn't be you know if this gets up to like four four and a half, that'd be a no for me on the Bucks. Remind but. everybody what your Jags pre flop bets are. Uh, just division bets. I've got multiple uh, bets for them to win the division, like minus one fifty, minus one forty, and. Got to sweat out the next couple weeks, Gil. You got lucky the entire division lost. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking, hey, go steal one from Tampa Bay, and this is looking real good, but no, lay an egg. Lebitard is next on DK, we think. We're coming back, VEASAN, live from Circuits, a numbers game, right here on the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. However you're taking us in this morning, we appreciate it. It is Christmas Day. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Yeah, we're just plowing through. We'll be here New Year's Day, too, by the way. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we are. Someone called us. Actually, you will be. Oh, you're not going to be here? That's right. (laughs) We just talked about it during the break. (laughs) Kelly takes a drinking day off on New Year's Day. I apologize. Wyatt Tomchak will be in for Kelly Bidlin. I, I'd really like to refute that statement, but no, it's, no, it's just, I mean, it's, it's accurate. You know. I'll be. Well, someone, <laughs> someone on Twitter called us alphas for being on the show today. Yeah, yeah I saw that too. That's what we are. Alphas. I don't really know what that means. Is that like a Gen X uh, statement? We're alpha males is what he means. I, I got, that's the way I took it. Yeah. But, uh, oh, you thought it meant I, I thought else? maybe it's something else, some other cool slang. <laughs> I, was, I, I, also so. heard, I also heard that my age group, it gets brought up as millennial, millennial cringe. Apparently, I didn't. I had to Google what the hell that was. Y'all are cringe. Which makes it probably more cringe, like more millennial cringe, if you have to Google what that means, right? Gen X, the greatest generation. There you go. All right, you ready for some more? Mm-hmm. Early window on Sunday. Still early. Wait, real quick. Yeah. We have we do not have a Monday night football game this week, or are they waiting to flex something? Bowl games. Ah, could call Wyatt Tomchek. That's what the story is. The voice of God just spoke in my ear. That's right. Said bowl games. <laughs> that, that would make sense. So the NFL <laughs> is deferring to college football. They are. Okay. So we are just Sunday this week. Yeah. All right. Sunday. Wait, so how many early games do we have then on Sunday? Probably more than ever. Ten. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good point. Ten. All right. 
That's not fun. Oh, that's also dumb. Yes, there's. Oh boy. Oh boy. There's only three late window games. We couldn't take two of those and throw them on Saturday. What are we doing? What are we doing? Scheduling drives me insane. God. Hey, I, I'm so happy to catch the Bucks and Knicks here in about an hour. Oh wait, but they played at the same time two days ago. What are we doing in sports? <laughs> All right, 49ers and Commanders early window. I don't think the screaming works as well in here. I don't, does it echo <laughs> yeah, too much? Very echoes, yeah. <laughs> All right, what was it? San Francisco? Yeah, San Francisco and Commanders. Uh, oh, boy. Well, San Francisco, of course, the big game of them all tonight against the Ravens. We'll talk about these three games here momentarily. So sight unseen on the Niners uh, at Washington. Jacoby Brissett. Here's the, can I just say this about the Commodores? Jacoby Brissett is making Sam Howell like until two weeks ago. I was like, oh, you can't blame any of this on Sam Howell. It's the line. You can't blame him for anything. And then Jacoby Brissett comes in. I get it. Maybe it's against softer defenses, but he looks so much better. But until so you've, much until you've officially given up on Sam Howell, you have to see, keep trotting him out there, right? Because you got to oh, figure yeah. out what you got. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Howell was six for twenty-two in this game yesterday against the Jets for fifty-six yards. It's not good. Is that good? It's not good. Brissett was ten of thirteen for a hundy, outgained uh, three eighty-one to two forty-five by the Jettisons. Uh, San Francisco's got to be like a thirteen-point favorite minimum here. On thirteen the and a half. Okay. Thirteen and a half. So you were pretty dead so, on. So far, I like Tampa Bay the most. Guess what? We're still in the early window. Uh-huh. <laughs> Panthers at Jaguars. The two and thirteen Panthers. The eight and seven Jaguars. Are you a Jaguars or Jaguars guy? Jaguars. Okay. I don't know what you said. I don't know what you answered. Yeah. Jaguars. Carolina, uh, after a punt, Green Bay went seven plays, 80 yards. Dylan in from one seven to nothing pack, 723 left first quarter. After Pinheiro, 52-yard field goal to cut it to seven to three. Jones, 39-yard carry, started the drive. Love, one-yard run, ends it first play, second quarter, 13 to three. Green Bay, Carlson, Anders Carlson, that is, misses the PAT. Carolina, then eight plays, 77 yards. Emir Smith-Marset uh, from 20 out, 13 to 10 Green Bay, 10 to 29, uh, 10-29, pardon me, left in the second quarter. Uh, we did have somebody who had Green Bay and Survivor, so they had to sweat this out. Mm-hmm. Carlson, 53-yard field goal, 16 to 10 pack, 751 left in the second quarter, then a Carolina punt. Green Bay then went 11 plays, 60 yards. Love to Dontavion Wicks from 21 out, 23 to 10 Green Bay. That would be the score at the half. And so, okay, uh, Packers, backers, feeling kind of good about themselves. But then Carolina does that third quarter thing that they always do. 14-play, 72-yard drive. It's like clockwork with them coming out of the uh, the break, including a fourth-and-one conversion. Hubbard in from four, 23-16 Green Bay. Pinheiro misses the PAT, because of course he did. 5-11 left third quarter. Uh, then Green Bay, nine plays, 66 yards. Love to Dobbs from five out. First play, fourth quarter, and the Packers reestablish a 14-point lead, 30-16. to 16. After Carolina punt, Green Bay three and out. Carolina, the nine plays, 60 yards. Bryce to DJ Chark for 11. They went for two, but a holding penalty forced them to uh, kick the PAT, and Pinheiro goes ahead and misses that. Mm-hmm. Keeps it 30-22, to 22, Green Bay, 7-14 to go. Then after a Green Bay three and out, Carolina goes 70 yards on five plays. Bryce to Chark from 10 out. And they get the two-point conversion from Raheem Blackshear. We are tied at 30 with 4.05 to go. Man, Bryce Young that, Bryce Young looked better yesterday than he has all year. Yeah, his best game of the season. His best game of the season. But then Green Bay matriculates Carlson, 32-yard field goal, 33-30. to 30. And then Carolina takes over with 19 seconds to go. And you're like, well, they're going to lose. But Bryce goes to Chark for 22, then to Thielen for 22, but the clock runs out. Ball game. They mm-hmm. couldn't get another snap off, and I do believe it was the correct call. 33-30 to 30 Green Bay. Bryce ended up with uh, 312 yards passing. Chark had 98 of them and two touchdowns. 
Um, they're taking on Jacksonville, you said? Yep. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, by the way, was 17 of 29 in defeat against Tampa Bay yesterday for 211. He had a fumble lost. Bethard was 11 of 15 for 94 in relief. But Jacksonville was minus four in turnovers in that game that led to plus 21 net Tampa Bay points as Jacksonville loses, much to Kelly Chagrin. They're fourth in a row. Uh, they'll still be big favorites against Carolina. Well, I don't know how big. I'll say six. Yeah, you're right on. Six at DraftKings, six and six to six and a half uh, everywhere uh, at other books. But yeah, you're you're be- right in that range because we don't know if Trevor Lawrence is going to play. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can assume he will. By, by the way, this whole, I, I this whole thing know, of, though, like, this whole thing about him never wanting to miss a game. Sometimes you're better off missing yes, a game. Yes, yes, we've seen this from certain quarterbacks in the past, right? Like I don't like Farvin Romo come to mind, but it's like just to just to prove that you're the t- you're a tough guy. Like that's great, and we like everybody wants a tough quarterback playing for him. There's no doubt about that. But you get to these certain situations where it's. Okay, you're so bad. It's a concussion. You've been dealing with some other injuries throughout the season, through the, uh, two that you've played through. And, like, at a certain point, and I think we hit that point yesterday, where you going out to the, onto the field is not really an upgrade, if at all, from what, you, from what Bethard would have been throughout the entirety of that game. Or Rourke. They Actually, do. Rourke. Jacksonville does have all the tiebreakers, so you're still in yeah. good shape. I mean, I got really lucky. You got super lucky. There's no doubt about that. Super lucky. Uh, one more here before the break here. Dolphins at Ravens. All right, Dolphins with their win against the Cowboys, they go to 11-4. and four. Can still get the number one seed, but here's the deal with the Dolphins. They could get the number one seed. They could also not win their division. So if the Dolphins lose this game at Baltimore, realistic, Buffalo wins out, the second of which is a game at Miami the final week of the season. So basically, Buffalo wins their last two, the second of which is against the Dolphins, and Miami loses their last two the second of which is against the Bills, and the first of which is here at Baltimore, Buffalo wins the AFC East. Despite Miami's big win over Dallas yesterday. And Baltimore, they play tonight, of course, against the San Francisco 49ers. So sight unseen. By the way, Tua in victory yesterday, 24 of 37 for 293. Tyreek, 9 for 99. Miami does clinch a playoff berth no matter what happens. Uh, in terms of whether they win the division, they will at the very minimum be a wild card. There is no scenario where they can be knocked out. I said Baltimore minus three, just as a placeholder. Here. Yeah, it's three. Uh, it's three everywhere. Um, I don't know about you. I think that I will be looking at if the Niners take care of business tonight. Yes. It will be a yes. back to Ravens in this spot tomorrow. 100%. Or, or next week. 100%. Because Miami wins the Bully Bowl, as we dubbed it last yeah. week. But this would be the opposite of that, right? I would go Baltimore. I'm be right there with you. By the way, about that. And happily lay three. Like, if it's anywhere near this number still, happily lay three. Um, In fact, I'm kind of rooting for the Niners to take care of business so that we can bet this. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) In which case, Tampa Bay and Baltimore will be my favorite so far that we've gone through. About that game yesterday between the Dolphins and the Cowboys, we really didn't get a chance to talk about it. Ultimately, and I have the Dolphins, um, it got there. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you did anything happen in that game that made you feel any differently about either of those two teams? I, I asked Ben Wilson the same question right after we got done watching the end of it after live bets. So uh, it's a resounding no, isn't it? It's a resounding no. Yeah, I don't feel any different either. about either one of those teams. Me neither. And, and, and I don't think that's a. I, I, I don't. It's think not a be, knock. It's, it's not. They just it's are not, what they are. It's not a knock, but it's it com- not. 
It just means it's you're kind of not because we've been called we've been called bullies and all you can beat up is yeah. bad teams. Yeah. I, I think it would have been a little bit more like if the if the Cowboys went in and win that game handedly or one way or the other, right? If if there was a dominant victory by one of those teams, I'd be feeling a little different. About yeah, you're, you're right. It's a complete knock. Actually, you're right. It is because it's a because they're both going to end up on the road in the postseason, eventually, yeah. right? In the case of the Dolphins, maybe from the start, maybe not. In the case of the Cowboys, now the Eagles are back in the driver's seat, and the Eagles go Giants, Cardinals, Giants to close out. So the Eagles, big favorite to win the NFC East now, which would mean the Cowboys would have a, well, they'll go to the NFC South, so maybe they win the first one, but they'll still be on the road. They're not going to get to the promised land. And the Dolphins, uh, I'll just do it by my bets. My exact is are Niners to beat the Bills, Niners to beat the Chiefs, Niners to beat the Ravens. I will not bet the Niners to be the Dolphins because I don't believe, as great yeah. as they are to watch, yep. as fun as they are, they're the greatest team to watch in the NFL, the most speed we've ever seen for any team. But One that of the was, best coaches, too. I believe that. It's just not, it's just not everything is there. And good for Tua yesterday because that final drive, he needed to make it happen, and he was great yeah. um, on that final drive. Would have been interesting to see, see what MVP odds were today if the Dolphins didn't win that game. Kind of felt with, like with a li- Dak, you mean? Yeah, because it kind of felt like oh, a bit, kind of felt like a bit of like a, one of those Heisman moment drives at the end of the game. I you think know? If, I think if Purdy has any kind of credible game today, yeah, he is going to. He's minus two fifty now to win the MVP. It's just going to soar at this point. But I don't think that's a controversial take at this point. Let's lock it up. Let's go Niners. By the way, you could say the same thing about Lamar. If Lamar has a great game, oh tonight, yeah, yeah, sure, he's right. right in the mix. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we got about five more games to get to, and we'll talk about the three games today in the NFL. Of course, not all created equal. It all crescendos into that Baltimore-San Francisco game tonight. It's a numbers game from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets move at every NFL or bowl game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting uh, based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. We're always improving our betting splits and recently added soccer betting splits from around the world. The Bundesliga. Betting splits, yet another way that Visa is here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check them out. All of today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com slash splits. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin live from Circa on this Christmas morning. Uh, you know that because Kelly's wearing a Santa hat. That's how you know it. That's right. Hope you got all the Green shirt, more. too. So if you want to still call me. Oh, yeah, red and green. Nice. Thought that was Christmassy. Nice. Maybe it's a little Grinch-like, though, too. I don't know. You miss being with family on Christmas morning? I love being, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. I, I don't even celebrate I miss being with family yeah, on Christmas Yeah, morning. exactly. I mean, this time of year, I think it's just great to be around uh, good friends and family, for sure. We get tweets at beating the book. Although oh. it, would be, it would be tough today. Like this, this would be one of those oh, days where you, yeah, where you'd feel like a bad family yeah. where I'm trying to like rifle through three NFL games and five NBA games. Good like, call. oh, call. It, it's not a bad holiday to be they here. Talk in Vegas. about you behind your back. Yeah, oh, exactly. Well, yeah. Kelly doesn't really want to spend uh, time with us. They've been doing that since I was like 11. Yeah. Real nice. Sean Renfro. We get tweets. Merry Christmas to Gil and, uh, and you, Kelly, I listen to you guys every day when I'm out delivering mail in Greenwood, Indiana. Thank you both in the crack man for making my days. Thank you. Nice. And thanks for uh, delivering our mail. Uh, Jeff Schwartz. I hope uh, Jason got his uh, packages mailed out last week. <laughs> Jason Weingarten, by the way, <laughs> uh, is going to be on later this week. He feels bad about uh, some of the things he said about uh, federal employees. 
Uh, he wants to uh, make amends. <laughs> Are you serious? And then he wants to tell another story where apparently he bashes them. It's terrible. I was going to say yeah. it. <laughs> It's horrible. Uh, Jeff Schwartz. Hey, Gil, uh, we made reservations at Circa for Wednesday through Sunday of that first NCAA tournament weekend. Is there a process for reserving a spot at the sportsbook, or is it just get there early? Oh, no. It is not just get there early. All of these uh, seats are accounted for back here. Uh, yeah, it, it, it definitely worth calling about. Uh, let, let me put that. It, it, is, it is worth getting one of the tables here, too. If you've got a good group of people, it's definitely worth doing that. See. This is Pounder Robert S. Lenny says, I won't be able to watch Guessing Lines next week, but with good reason, I'll be planted uh, in a chair at Circa rooting my team on in the underwhelming ReliaQuest Bowl. After the big games later in the day, let's meet at Ur, um, Kabuto Edomae. See, he thinks he wants to take a mm-hmm, shot. Mm-hmm. Kabuto is not secret sushi, but it is fantastic. It's really good. Yeah, it's it really is good. fantastic. All right, the, we got games to get to here. Yeah, we do. The, uh, yeah, that uh, Kabuto is really good. I've been there a couple times. All right, you ready for the, I think we're last, our last early window game. Good God. I know. We're still in the early window? It's incredible. Titans at Texans. Five and ten Titans. Eight and seven Texans. Maybe C.J. Stroud will be back next week. Maybe. Yeah. We don't know. Tennessee, uh, in their game yesterday against Seattle, three and out. Seattle punt. Tennessee punt. Seattle three and out. Then Tennessee, 57 yards on six plays. Henry to Chigozium Okonkwo from 12 out. Seven and nothing. Titans. Early second quarter. Then Myers would add a field goal to cut it to 7-3. to three. Folk would answer 10-3 Tennessee late second quarter. That would be the score at the half. Seattle had 93 total yards in the first half. They're down 7. Myers would cut it to 10-6. to six. And then after a Tennessee punt, Seattle 10 plays, 96 yards. They'd wake up Geno to DK from 11 out. 13-10 to 10 Hawks. They'd take their first lead with 12-10 left in the fourth quarter. But the Titans would answer. 14 plays, 75 yards. You okay over there? You good? Right. Yeah, I'm good. 14 plays, 75 yards, including a fourth and one conversion at the Seattle 27. Henry eventually in from one. Titans lead at 17 to 13 with 321 to go. Could Seattle work the magic two weeks in a row? The answer, yes. Third and 14 at their own 32. Two-minute warning. Gino to Jackson Smith and Jigba for 18. Two plays later to lock it for 12. To JSN for three, then to lock it for eight. Two plays later, P.I. on Trey Avery. Checking DK, and then Seattle set up at the Tennessee five. First and goal, 109 to go. Three plays later, Gino to Colby Parkinson. Great catch Mm -hmm. from five out. 20 to 17 Seahawks. 57 seconds to go. Tennessee has one timeout. Did you trust Ryan Tannehill? Tennessee would get it to midfield with 29 seconds left, but with zero timeouts. And then Tannehill, the veteran, does the one thing you can't do, get sacked Yeah, by Draymond Jones. Oh, that would effectively end it. 20-17 to 17 Seahawks. They're on the inside looking out of the NFC playoff picture now. Tannehill, 18 of 26 for 152 in defeat. And we already talked about Houston Keenum was 11 of 17 for 62. He got benched for Davis Mills, who was 15 of 32 with two touches in that game. Uh, If it is C.J. Stroud, and that would, of course, put a damper on the whole Puka Nakua run for Offensive Rookie of the Year. The other thing, real quick, that's interesting about that is, do do you, it'd probably even be more or less likely of him returning if you had, what, the Colts and Jags win yesterday? Correct. Right? Like, that's another part of this equation. But should your playoff standing affect your concussion protocol? The answer is no. No, it shouldn't. Yeah, especially with a first-year quarterback. Uh, I said Houston minus two and a half, or or three if it's CJ. I'll say three. Three and a half painted right now. Yeah. I, I don't know if he's playing or not. 
Concussion and, protocol is a funny thing. And we don't know. I, I mean, we don't know what's going on with the Tennessee quarterback situation either. Yeah. Because that Levis could be back. All right. Sunday, late window, 405 Eastern. It's here. Steelers at Seahawks. Oh, thank God. How many, how many late games are there? Three? There's only three, man. Oh, that's just so stupid. Yes. So 10 and then three. Eight and seven Steelers on the outside looking in, despite their win over Cincinnati on Saturday at Seattle. Again, on the inside of the NFC playoff picture right now. Uh, Seattle in this ballgame we just talked about. Let's talk about Pittsburgh first on Saturday. Pittsburgh, this is the one game I got wrong so far. Three and one in, in millions. Two and oh in Megapod. But three and one in millions. I had Cincinnati in this game. Boy, was that done quick. Pittsburgh, two plays, 92 wow. yards. 52 seconds. Rudolph to Pickens for 86. That established the entire tone of the game. Seven to nothing. Steelers, 10.45 left in the first quarter. Then Cincinnati, third and nine at the Pittsburgh 16. Browning picked in the end zone by Patrick Peterson. Just a horrible, horrible decision by Jake Browning. The Jake Browning uh, sort of comeuppance happened in this game. Pittsburgh, 10 plays, 80 yards, 540 off the clock. Calvin Austin in from 7, 14 to nothing. Steelers early second quarter. Then after a Cincy 3 and out, a Pittsburgh punt. Cincinnati first and 10 of their own 18. Browning picked by Eric Rowe. Pittsburgh, 4 plays, 14 yards. Najee in from 3, 21 nothing. Steelers. And then Cincinnati fourth and 1 at the Pittsburgh 5. Late, sec- late first half. Got to get some points here. Browning incomplete intended for Higgins. Oh. Really, that was the ball game. Pittsburgh starts at their own five, 214 left. They'd get a Boswell 50-yard field goal. It was 24 to nothing. Steelers at the half. Third quarter, Connick Cosmetic. Oh, pardon me, I spit again. Pardon, uh, pardon me, Connick Cosmetic here. 24 to eight, but then the Steelers would answer to make it 31 to eight. That was the ball game. Rudolph, 17 of 27 for 290. Pickens had 195 of those with two touchdowns. He answered all the critics. Oh, man, yeah, he did. Woo. I mean, he didn't answer the critics about his blocking, but he sure looks good for uh, catching the ball blocking. and running. Who needs blocking? <laughs> uh, when I catch for 195 oh, and man. two touches. Plus three in turnovers, by the way, led to plus 17 net Pittsburgh points. Uh, Gino in the Seattle win was 25 of 36 for 227. Put it all in the wash. I'll say Seattle minus four and a half. Here's the deal again with the Mike Tomlin stat. With that win, and we said he's got to win to keep the streak of, of his entire 17-year career of never having, having had a losing season. That before last week, he had to go 1-1-1, one, one, and, one, and Cincinnati was the, was, the t- was the game he had to win. Yeah. Now he's got to go 0-1-1 oh, one, one in these last two games. My alt under seven and a half, that's dead. Now, dead. now I'm sweating the under nine. Sweating the under nine. You'll get the under nine. Your guess is four and a half? Four and a half. The line is three and a half. Hmm. It opened at three. I bet it at three. That's a good bet. I bet Seattle at three. That was at three? It was at three. Oh. Yeah, I bet it at three. So I I even doubled down, I guess, on my Steelers position against the Steelers position. But I mean, in the same way that it was good on Drew Locke two weeks ago, or last week, I should say, with Seattle, good on Mason Rudolph. Who again? We talk about maybe we, you know, maybe have we, we ever seen him and Luca Garza in the same place? By the way, I was just gonna, I was gonna make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I texted you that like last also, week. Also, <laughs> they both, they both wore black and yellow, right? Black right, and gold. Yeah, yeah. Um, he does look like Luca Garza for sure. Um, but good on Mason Rudolph again. One of these guys, we tend to give up on people quick, but if you stay in the same system and you hold a clipboard, yeah. Yeah. You come back pretty good. So to that point, real quick, when they said it had been like over two years, yeah. did you, I had the thought of, wait, we haven't seen Mason Rudolph in two years. I feel like we've seen him for like a week or two, like every year mm-hmm. over the past, like four years. 
No, I mean, but the fact that, that you can stick with the same team for that long now is also rare when you don't play. Yep. So good on him and good on the Steelers. And uh, that was obviously a huge blow to the Bengals' chances. Both are still alive. Um, but I think the Seahawks are a better football team here. So at three, good for you. You got a great bet in there. What is it now? Three and a half? Yeah, three and a half. Three and a half. I might it, buy that down to three and play it. There's way. uh there's a couple cheap uh three and a halves out there. So yeah, you might be able to buy that down uh not at a crazy price. I do see a couple, and there actually are a couple threes around the world. All right, so far then. Tampa <clears throat> Tampa Bay I like the best at the current number. Baltimore if it's three after tonight. Yeah, we'll I think see. I think we both got that one circled. Yeah. Yep. And I might buy Seattle down to three. If it's three and a half, I might yeah. I might buy it down to yep. three against the Steelers. A um, few more games to get to, and then we got to talk about the three games today. Full plate of football Let's go. on this Christmas Day. Merry Christmas from a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Coming right back. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, live from Circa on this Christmas morning. We are live. This is not taped. We're actually doing this. We are. That is true. We All are right. actually here. All right. We got a few more games to get to, and then we'll get to today's games. What do we yep. got left? All right. Sunday, 425 Eastern Chargers at Broncos. Chargers at Broncos. Boy, they uh, those Chargers just stopped playing for Brandon Staley, didn't they? Like mm-hmm. that, that performance on Saturday was like, oh, you guys actually might like your coach now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Five and 10 Chargers. By the way, Easton Stick was 23 of 33 in defeat for 215. He was sacked five times. They were plus three in turnovers. Uh, that led to plus 13 net Chargers points. Didn't matter in that game. At Denver, we already talked about Denver's outright loss as a seven and a half point favorites yesterday against the Patriots, which had huge survivor implications. Knocked down Circus Survivor remaining entrance from 10 to four, which is, and all four have the Eagles today. We're a Christmas standalone week in case you missed it earlier. So no business transactions had to happen today if the giants were to somehow win outright the contest would be over everybody would chop that and it would be properly done with circa you know issuing the proper tax forms um but if the eagles win which obviously that's expected to happen those four are not automatically gonna chop they're gonna have to sort of think it out themselves see what they want to do and we'll have uh, greg jones on the show tomorrow yeah, one, of, one of the four remaining. Can't wait to talk to him again. I, I, I do think the Joe Pita uh, uh, tweet's interesting. If, if just if you know everybody's on the Eagles, yeah, bet a little Eagles today. Like you're be, you, you bet some money on the Eagles today. Yeah, although the the money line is so prohibitive, it's yeah. minus seven something. But I mean, if you have. Listen, if you have $35,000 laying around, there's 5000 for I mean, you. I mean, it'd be one of those situations I'd be getting down whatever I could. I mean, yeah. worst case scenario, you're yeah. chopping up $9 million with uh, with four or three other people. So. Yeah, I mean, if, if that's that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, charges at Denver. Um, this is what happens, Sean Payton, when you uh, you say you're going to come on a numbers game, and then you, you, say, then you say you're coming on, then you don't. Oh, that was Sean Perry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sean Payton. You really had that for Sean Payton, dude. Sean Payton. <laughs> Karma Sean Payton. How's that looking right now? Uh, By the way, I, I said that at the end of the uh, the game yesterday with the Broncos. Isn't like, it amazing the things that stick with you through a season, though? Oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that is, it was. Well, because you broke the whole fraternity of right, coaches yeah. thing and went after Nathaniel Hackett. Like, bro, you won one Super Bowl and you had Drew Brees. You're not Joe Gibbs. Stop. Mm-hmm. Just stop it. By the way, you were a scab in 1987 also. People By the way, we, we never talked about Drew Brees' hair last week. Oh, yeah, that was odd. Oh, th- I do want to say this one thing. You know, while I was saying, when I was doing the recap of that game, and I was like, you know, Belichick wanted to go to overtime and Sean Payton wouldn't let him. 
with the two timeouts. I still think that was the proper thing for Sean Payton to do. Oh, yeah, me too. Yes, totally. It just, yeah, didn't, it just right. backfired. Yeah, it yeah. just backfired. Yeah, I would have been doing the same thing. Uh, Broncos minus three. I don't know what else to make it. This is, man, where did this open? This is Broncos five and a half. What? Right now? Yeah, we are five and a half or six. <laughs> I'm telling you, all y'all, like, all this on this Broncos bandwagon. It was always fraudulent. They're five-and-a-half-point favorites against the Chargers? There's sixes some places. I mean, I don't love the Chargers enough to, like, run to bet that, but, like, <laughs> I know, I that know. seems high. Doesn't it, that seem it's high? Always the, yes. It's always this time of the year, though, where you run into these situations, right? It's the, okay, some teams mailed it in for the season, making vacation plans, and the, you're getting more points more points than you should be getting with them, but do you really have enough guts to go and make the bet? Broncos really had it on their racket to get into the postseason. That loss last night puts their their playoff chances at just over 2% now. Wow. According to some uh, models. I think that's too high, but I'm not racing to yeah, bet the Chargers. Yeah, I, I couldn't do that. All right. All right. Uh, last late window game, 425 Eastern, Bengals at Chiefs. Chiefs about to play here uh, in a little less than an hour and a half, hosting the Raiders, which we'll get to here in the next segment. Uh, the Bengals in that loss on Saturday to the Steelers, and that was a brutal loss for them in terms of their playoff hopes. Um, though they've got a shot, but still uh, not good now. Browning, 28-42 for 335, but he was picked three times. He got sacked three times. Higgins, 5 for 140 in the touchdown. They were minus three in turnovers. That led to plus 17 net Pittsburgh Steeler points uh, in that game. Bengals are 8-7. and seven. Chiefs are 9-5 and five, headed into today's game. I said Chiefs minus seven and a hook. Yeah, this is 7.5 uh, or 8 everywhere right now. So, makes yeah, sense. you're basically right on it. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um on to Sunday night football? Yes, sir. Sunday night football, Packers at Vikings. All right, so both the Packers and Vikings are 7-8. and eight. Both are on the outside looking in. Um, they can't win the division. Lions obviously clinched that. Lions way ahead of them in the loss column, uh, obviously, in the uh, NFC North anyway, so that wouldn't even be close. But in terms of the wild card, right now the Vikings are in the eighth position, so just outside. And Green Bay, I mean, there's four teams that are seven and eight, one game behind the NFC playoff teams, the Rams and the Seahawks, who are both eight and seven. Those are the Vikings, the Falcons, the Packers, and the Saints. So they need help. The only way to get that help is to win this one. Green Bay, in their win, their their win that they just hung on to against the Panthers, Jordan Love, 17 of 28 for 219, two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, he did get a touchdown on the ground. Jones, 21, of one, uh, 21 for 127. And then Minnesota, Nick Mullins, the Nick Mullins experience. 22 for 36 for 411. 411. It's, a, it's an experience, all right. Two touchdowns, four picks, <laughs> sack four times. Jefferson, six for 141 of those and a touchdown. Yeah. yeah, he's incredible. I wish Josh Dobbs would have been able to play with Justin Jefferson. You know what the Vikings should have been doing? Post-Kirk Cousins, now that we've seen both of them play, they should have had Nick Mullins playing in between the 20s and then put Dobbs in there in the red zone. Because he makes plays that, that or, neither of them could or, make. Or the other one that I – here's what I can't figure out with the whole Vikings quarterback situation. Is whatever happened to the Jaron Hall thing? Oh, that's I mean, right. I mean, he was the immediate backup to he's Kirk backup. Cousins. And he's also the backup now to Mullins. Right, and then got hurt, and that's when they went and got Dobbs. Obviously, O'Connell hated hated Dobbs from day one, didn't even want him there. Right. Goes to Mullins, 
But Jared Hall's now healthy. Why hasn't he gotten a chance? Well, because Mullins throws for 4'11", so I understand why he's still in there. But then, like, right you turn when you the think, ball over, he's though. like, okay, you're really good. Oh, you're not yeah. good. That's right. <laughs> right. I forgot. <laughs> like you said, it's yeah. an experience. Yeah. <laughs> that duck at the end, though. Like, Jefferson is just waiting for that ball. It was, it's... That was bad. The only thing I can defend him with, though, is when you basically throw a what was that like a third and twenty, like the hail, like a hail mary to Justin Jefferson with like oh, two yeah. guys hanging all over yeah. him, and he comes down with yep. the ball. Yep. Like the stud wide receiver, like you want to give the ball to him. I get it. I'll say Vikings minus three. I don't know what else to make this. This is under the three. Uh, it is Vikings two or two and a half everywhere. Two or two and a half. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Okay. All right, so we look back on this. We'll just do it one more time. Because, again, the whole point of all of this is the uh, this exercise has been spectacular for us all year. And, again, it's led to, if you listen to the Megapod on Thursday, again, Guessing Lines and the Megapod, both on the Beating the Book feed, um, we're all podcasts are distributed and available, by the way. Again, I'm 31-15 and 15 this year based on these first instincts. And to me, uh, this past week, having hit on... And this is the difference, by the way. And I want to say this again. Oh, if you're so good, why aren't you? Uh, why aren't you cashing in millions? Great question. I'm glad you asked. Uh, because on the Megapod, we just do the top three picks, and then in millions, you have to go five. Well, if we keep it to three, I'm your guy. <laughs> as yeah. soon as we go to five, I'm not your. I'm not your guy anymore. Yeah, I think I'm really not. I think there's a reason why they settled on that yeah. number at the beginning. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> that uh, dreaded fifth pick. Always the fifth oh. pick. It is the worst. And you're supposed to go 50-50 on that, but I guarantee you I'm not. I feel I, I, I know I'm not this, yeah. but it feels like lifetime. I, I'm hitting those at like a 21% clip. Um, do you have a pulse in Circa Millions, by the way? Do you have a heartbeat going in there? I have a pulse. I have a pulse. It was so this quarter I needed I, if I'm gonna cash season long at all, I'm gonna cash in the quarter probably. Three one and one. First week of the quarter and second week. This third week, I'm sitting on three and one with Niners pending today. If uh, I have a great two final weeks, I will probably finish like 180th, right. <laughs> which will which will just be the booby prize of all booby prizes. I, I, like, honest, I haven't I, I haven't been checking the standings because yeah, I'm at either. that point where I'm like I'd rather like I just want to find out. Yeah, I'll end. check it last week, right? Yeah. But I kind of have a feeling like if I do as even if I do that great, I'm probably in the same situation you are. So I like Tampa Bay the best. I like Baltimore if it remains three after tonight's yep, game. Correct. I'll um, be on that too. Tampa Bay hosting. Who was Tampa Bay hosting again? Tampa Bay hosting the uh, Saints. Baltimore yeah, yeah. hosting the Dolphins. Um, I I kind of like the Chargers getting the points on the road at Denver, mm-hmm. but not enough to like race to bet that because I just don't. I mean, maybe that was the Chargers moment. Right. New coach. So I don't know if I. I like understand that. your guess. I understand yeah. where the line is. I would have no idea, no desire to go actually yeah. bet that. I think you're right. I, I bet the I Seahawks. Wanna, I, I laid the three with the Seahawks. You did. Which I, you, I might you're bet considering. that down. Yeah. I might bet that down the three. And then I think I might do. I'm not, I'm not betting it yet. I, I don't think there's any reason to rush on this one. I have a feeling I'll be doing a money line parlay on the Browns and Cowboys. Actually, the two early ones. Like the Cowboys in that. And on a money line parlay, I especially like them. Yeah. And the Browns just got to beat the Jets. 7-0 at home are the Cowboys.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.